Hello, everyone, and welcome to Now Makes Carolina Panthers Podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here today to continue our draft profile series, a series that's gotten much easier since the Panthers traded up to number one. All we really need to talk about for the first round are quarterbacks. And it's realistically probably going to be two, three, yeah. four tops. Like, guys? Three or four. Um, today we're here <laughs> with C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, who left everyone with a really good taste in their mouth after that UGA-Ohio State game. Um, played lights out against the one of the best defensives in college football. The best. Like, the you don't best, even need yeah. to say the one. Yeah. I mean, I was a fan of Hannon Hooker, and they took him to task. Meanwhile, C.J. Stroud looked awesome. Let's yeah, be I mean, honest. If you're basing off that game, you know, or oh, maybe yeah. off their last games or whatever, I think C.J. Stroud would have to be, bar none, the number one pick, you know, especially considering who he did against, but... Um, that was the last time we saw him and the next, you know, in a real game, could the next time we see him in a real game be in a Panthers uniform? Who is CJ Stroud, Jerry? Well, he went to college at Ohio state hometown inland empire, California, red shirt, sophomore. He's six, three, 214 pounds, arm length of 32 inches and five eighths. If you really count that and 10 inches long i mean oh, he's oh, a protege his hand his hand, hand. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey it's a family podcast <laughs> hey i am on cold medicine leave me alone uh but on all seriousness he's a prototypical quarterback big guy fast everything you want typically in a quarterback uh he was a five-star recruit coming out of california he delivered two great seasons at Ohio State, as a starting quarterback, he sat his uh, freshman year. He was named the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year twice and became the first player in program history to become a two-time Heisman Trophy fa- finalist. Something I surprised Ohio State did not have before him. Yeah, that, that is surprising, and kudos to him. Unfortunately, he didn't win either, but... Um... That is impressive. Uh, looking at some of his stats, you'll see why. He was oh, yeah. a Heisman finalist. I mean, uh, his first year starting, he was 71.9% completions percentage, 4,435 passing yards, 44 touchdowns, and six interceptions. I, I mean, I remember after that season, people were like, this dude is going to be the number one pick. No mm-hmm. question in 2023. Um, his next year, he didn't fall off, uh, Mm. 66.3% completion percentage, 3,688 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, six interceptions. So my math is correct in college, 85 passing touchdowns to 12 interceptions in two years, in two years. And add, add another three rushing touchdowns in there. Um, or one rushing touchdown, I guess in there for his career. So, Pretty solid career. I mean, accuracy-wise, elite, you know. Elite. Absolutely elite. elite. And you said, you know, last year, 
I remember at the end of last year, once we decided not to draft a quarterback, the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I kept saying that the top two quarterbacks were great, <clears throat> Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Now, I didn't realize Bryce Young was that small. Granted, <laughs> I don't watch Alabama games. I hate right. Nick Saban. But I understood, you know, Bryce Young was a talented quarterback. Yeah. Now we're sitting here this year acting like these players are not good it, they're they're really good everyone well, here you're referring they, to the fact that a lot of people are saying next year like everybody's excited about next year's crop of yeah. quarterbacks versus this year's but this year's is like light years ahead of last year's exactly and, so. and yes every quarterback coming out has their faults and it sucks, but we will talk about them. But right now, I mean, seriously, 85 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. <clears throat> Can you imagine? Yeah. Yes, he with- played with great receivers, great O-line. He did. But it's so hard to do that. He didn't is, play against right. Division the- three qu- players. Sorry. Right. He's in the Big Ten. He's, he's playing with against good teams. You know, yeah. there aren't there aren't a lot of cupcakes in the Big Ten. Um, and he's, you know, been in the playoffs both seasons, I think. I think they went mm-hmm. to the playoffs last year as well. Um, and they played Georgia this year, and they played them they right, down, right down to the end. Yeah, they, they, they really sh- should have won. Um, as a Georgia fan, I'm glad they didn't, but they should have, you know, <laughs> if I step out of my Georgia fandom for a second. Um and then we saw what Georgia did to TCU in the national championship. So there was just no contest in that game. Yeah. CJ Stroud played incredible uh, for his college career. And honestly, if if he is the number one pick, he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. I All mean, right. he... well, do you want to talk the cons first? Because we yeah, like to I... end on a positive note. Yeah, that's the way I like to go. So... One thing he does is he struggles when the play breaks down. He doesn't buy the time, keeps you know, he keeps his eyes downfield, but you know, he he's more worried about, you know, throwing interceptions and everything. He's not in his time throws, he struggles. Yeah, and part of why that's a problem is that he doesn't scramble a lot. Right, mm-hmm. so if the, if he, if the play is breaking down and um, you know his his first read, his second read's not there, he will occasionally try to force a throw or he'll take a sack. He mm-hmm. just doesn't really run. I mean, if you look at his running stats for his career, twenty twenty one, thirty two rushes for negative twenty yards. Okay, that's basically all kneel downs. And then 2022, 47 attempts for 108 yards. Uh, he ran 12 times in that game against Georgia, but only for 34 yards. Um, but he made some very key scrambles when they needed it. And he showed mm-hmm. his athleticism in that game. Uh, but and, he, and, hasn't, he just hasn't used it. And I wonder, I've also heard that Ohio State really didn't have anybody behind him in that that was one of the things that they said is don't don't run the ball, protect yourself. Now, I don't know how much of that is true, how much is, that's his camp trying to put that out there. He has athletic ability. And I don't know if it takes a 
NFL coach to maybe get that out of him or if maybe he's timid to get that out of him. I hope it's more, you know, the coaching staff said, hey, let's not do that instead of that. Because Ohio State is different in the fact that, yes, they don't have as talent as Georgia and Alabama, but they have ta- more talent than most of the other teams in college football. Yeah, sure, I mean, so. they have they have great recruiting. They, you know, um, Lincoln Riley is awesome. No, it's not Lincoln Riley, is it? Is it Lincoln Riley? No, no. it's not Lincoln Riley. He's no. at USC now. That's right. He, he was Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. Either way, they have amazing recruiting there. They're always one of the top teams in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he, he's played against good competition. Um, his 40 time, 4-5-6, which isn't bad. That's faster than Cam's 40 time at the Combine. And, so and we don't we don't he, know he what go. he's gonna run at his was that at his uh where was that or I think projected? That's the combine. I think he threw that at the combine. Or that's he what he ran at the combine. He didn't run at the combine. So that's why I'm wondering if that was at his pro day. Um, I don't know. That's I, I it's on NFL.com is what he ran at the combine, so I don't know. Maybe that, I guess huh. that's wrong. But um Four, five, six is what he, he's seeing. Either way, he's probably in that Cam speed range, and Cam mm-hmm. was certainly fast enough to get things going when he had to. So it's not that we're saying he's not athletic. Uh, it's just that he hasn't shown a propensity to run. Yeah. It, and in, this, in the call- NFL, that's an asset, a, a big asset if you're QB. Look, look at Sam Darnold. We don't consider mm-hmm. him a running quarterback. But that was one of the things that really benefited him here in Carolina was his athletic ability, being able to extend plays. And that is one my next con on Mm -hmm. CJ, like doesn't use his athleticism to extend the plays. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean he has to run 20, 30 yards down the field, but he could run three yards, run out, drop off the pass to a running back to get five, six. Yeah, which is unfortunate. <coughs> Excuse me, because when he is pressured, he struggles. Yeah. Uh, against the blitz in college, I believe he was the worst co- uh, fo- quarterback in college football against the blitz. That's a problem. It really and, is. And I think some of that is because he didn't run when he should have run. Because if you're taking sacks and you're, not, you're throwing bad passes, that's going to count against you. If you run for three or four yards, it it's a wash, right? It doesn't count yeah. against you. Um, but, yeah, he he has a problem when hands are in his face, when he feels the pocket closing around him. Occasionally he will create his own pressure, although it's not nearly as bad as, like, Anthony Richardson or what we saw from Baker last year. Um, oh God, that was bad. <laughs> but he does. Uh, he does have there. That is his major flaw. That yeah. is really the only flaw with him is when he's pressured. It's not good. It's just not no. good. He brushes throws, like yep. you said. He feels his own pressure after he starts getting hit. Uh, when his first read's not there, he can. He runs into these type of problems when he's blitzed and everything. I mean, it's. Yeah, it, it, that is a very big concern. I also think some of that, a lot of that, could be coached up out of him, especially yeah. with his athleticism. I would agree. Uh, knowing when to run, and again, like you said, if they didn't have anyone behind him at Ohio State, they may have actively discouraged him from running. 
uh, here he will not be discouraged from running, right? No, and, and again, I don't know if that's his camp putting that out or if it's mm-hmm. true, but well, you that's know, it makes something sense. I heard, right? If he's that good at passing the ball, then at Ohio State, why would you want him to run? Yes, yeah. and and that's something when we go into our pros, that's going to yeah. be light years above everybody else. It's just. Yeah, I do want to just extrapolate a little bit on when you mentioned his first read. Um, not to say that he can't go through his progression when he has time, but he's not quick at going through his progressions. And often when his first read isn't there, um, if his second read is on the same side of the field, he usually picks up his second read pretty quickly. But if he has to search, it's not very good. So he, he does have problems there. But again, that's something that can be coached. And he's going to have, if he comes here, he's going to have the very best coaching possible. So yeah, and wouldn't that's, be too concerned about that. And, and that's one good thing that this organization has done is they really built up that office of coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, on both sides of the ball, this coaching staff is an AA+. Like, yeah, agreed. On paper. On but paper, gonna, but they've been successful where they've been, so I don't see why that would change. They 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 got experience around the board to help bring along this quarterback. Yeah, so we talked the cons, and it's mainly just one major flaw. Um, yeah, but the pros outweigh it significantly. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Let let me start off. He can make every throw. Mm-hmm. This is the. Most accurate type of quarterback you could see in the pocket. He could sit back there and dip and dunk and drop every pass if no one's ever pressuring him. He is so talented and accurate throwing the ball. He is right there with Bryce Young, if not a tick better. Uh, They're both extremely, extremely accurate. But, you know, that's high praise, right? As Nicholas Cage would say, high praise. Um, when you can make every throw and be that accurate. Because Anthony Richardson can make every throw, but he's not going to do it consistently. Uh, CJ Stroud will do it consistently. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is something that you don't get from every quarterback in the NFL, unfortunately. Even the good ones. No. You know, Cam struggled well, yeah. on certain passes. Yeah. It would be a nice change for us because, you know, Baker was just awful last year. Uh, we saw I felt Sam like Darnold I could struggle. throw better than him sometimes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as good as Cam was, that was always the major flaw with him until they worked with him and changed, you know, his mechanics a bit went with the shorter routes and stuff. He, you know, jumped up there. But this guy is going to be able to make – he's not going to have to play a dink and dunk offense to throw 65%. He's going to do it in a regular – downfield offense and that's all correct absolutely like one of the most accurate type of quarterbacks coming out top top level quarterback so awesome i mean that's i would love to see that as you eloquently said it's so frustrating watching a wide open guy in the flats Mm -hmm. and your quarterback throws it five yards on the fee or too high throws an interception Sam Darnold, I'm looking at you. I'm just thinking about that pass against Minnesota. All right, sorry. (laughs) I digress. Um, Yeah, well, one of the reasons that he is so accurate is because his mechanics are great. His footwork Mm -hmm. is great. 
Um, he generally does stay calm in the pocket. Again, we mentioned if things are breaking down around him, he has a tendency to make mistakes. But if the protection's good, he's you know he's there. He's gonna mm-hmm. stand in the pocket. Um, but yeah, and the fact that his mechanics don't need like you know the footwork is good, the release point is good. Yeah, he doesn't need that kind of coaching. They can go straight to the things, the little things that he needs to tweak to become elite. Correct. And you said the release. I heard he already has an elite release. Like, it's top. It's great. You know, there's nothing that you have to worry about. So, yeah. And usually that's one of the first things every quarterback we talk about. They need to work on the mechanics. He's got those down. Mm-hmm. He produced in college. Um, he has a good arm. He gets strong velocity on his arm. I believe he had the most velocity on any quarterback at the combine because that's all he did was throw. And Anthony Richardson has a cannon, but he couldn't zip it like CJ could. Not consistently, at least. And that's the thing is, you know, we go back to the consistency. Like, his, he's got solid velocity, solid jump off the hand every throw. He's just a machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and he's a good decision maker. He he throws a good ball, right? Like mm-hmm. he no if he, if he can locate an open guy or even a guy that's not open. I saw many many instances where you know, like you'll see in the NFL, there's a tight end or something coming across the middle with a defender on his hip. Your quarterback has to throw that guy open. And CJ Stroud did that consistently, right? He knows where to put the ball and he's accurate enough to put it there. Yes. When his def- when his receivers were being defended, he could place the ball. I mean, let's be yep. honest. I know you're going to watch highlights and his receivers are probably going to be wide open because they are way more talented. But <laughs> yeah. if you continue watching, yes, he places the ball in good spots. This guy has great placement, elite accuracy from the pocket. This guy is so He's talented. He is the yes. real deal. And, uh, I'm getting and, excited. Know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we mentioned that he played in the Big Ten. He he's, plays against good competition. That's sometimes you worry about these guys that are coming out of you know a smaller school or a weaker conference that they just don't have the competition that Ohio State has on a week in week out basis. So, um, all good things like he produced well against the best teams in the country. Yeah. Michigan won, you know, played well. Like, that's those games are so huge. Georgia played well. They lost, but he played well. They didn't lose because of him. They almost won because of him. Like, stuff like that, that's that's huge. Yeah. If he could get his pressure, like, work on his pressure, which I think you can work with. I think these coaches can work with. Our O-line isn't two years ago. They're better. That's the thing is we have a good O-line. Like we, you know, we re-signed Bozeman. All five starters are coming back. They're going to be better than they were last year just by the mere fact of playing mm-hmm. together for another year. Uh, the rookie, you know, Kwanu getting another year. Brady Christensen getting another year. Like they're going to be better than they were last year. So he's going to, I think, have an opportunity to work on that kind of stuff. He's not going to get sacked 50 times. No. In his rookie season, right? That's that's not going to be what he has to deal with. 
Um, so even though he does have the flaw, he's going to get NFL coaching. He's that's his his job now. He doesn't have to worry about classes. Doesn't have to worry about anything else. His job now is to get better at football. And he seems like the guy that will do that. Yeah. He doesn't seem. I, I'm going to keep throwing this guy's name in the mud. Jamarcus Russell didn't <laughs> want to do that. Yeah. You know the that is something that you're going to have to deal with, but. From all indications, CJ is not that guy. He is the guy that's going to work, put in the effort. His mechanics are already good, so my assumption is he's been putting in that time. He's not relying on his athleticism. He's relying on his arm, his decision-making. So I'm assuming he can put in the work to work with the pressure, to understand when to run, when not to. Yeah, agreed. And again, it's all going to be coaching, film, you know, all the stuff that, he got at Ohio State, but he's going to get at a different level. Oh, yeah. NFL. I mean, a very different level. Um, so, all right. Obviously, I mean, we'll go through our questions here, but some of them are kind of irrelevant at this point because uh, the Panthers oh, yeah. are picking at number one. So, he's <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's not going to fall to nine. Um, he definitely fits the current roster. I mean. Again, we're just going to look at quarterbacks now that yeah. we're at one. <laughs> Yeah. So, Jerry, would you be excited to draft this player at one? Absolutely. I, I, after they traded up to one, yeah, it hurt my heart to see DJ Moore go, but I understand that the team's outlook. They wanted to get it done before free agency. That's the only way the Bears would do it. You have to make that move for your franchise. I get it. Would I be excited? I'd be ecstatic. C.J. Stroud was the guy I was getting excited about because of that accuracy, because of the size of build and everything else he has done in his college career. Yeah, I mean, I hear uh, I hear a lot of people say his player comp is Jared Goff. I know you've seen Joe Burrow yeah. as a player comp for him. So, but That was brought to you by Josh McCown, the quarterback coach yeah. of the Carolina Panthers right now. So if he's if he lands somewhere between last year's Jared Goff and last year's Joe Burrow, that's worth the number one pick, and that's somebody that I would be extremely excited about. So yeah, you know his major flaw is is pressure. Bryce Young's major flaw is height. You can coach one, you can't coach the other. Yeah. Right? So when we get to Bryce Young, guess what his major flaw is going to be. It really is. I mean, that yeah. that's how it's been looked at. I mean, yeah. I did not realize last year that Bryce Young was so small. And that that's just, I don't watch Alabama football as I hate Nick Saban. Yeah. It's on record. But, I mean, the guy is talented, but it's just like how long. This move was for 10 to 12 years. Is Bryce Young going to be here for 10 to 12 years? Tune in next time on Player Profiles to find out. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a same look at our Big Same Panthers board. channel, same Panthers. Oh, that's probably uh, too old of a reference for most people listening. Oh, no, I think we've got a diverse audience. Um, <laughs> all right, let's look at our big board. Right now we have Anthony Richardson, the only other player that we've done a profile on at number one. I think we're safe to say we're going to bump him down to number two. 
Absolutely. I didn't even create a graphic for this because, yeah. like I said, we're we're going to eventually do a head-to-head discussion about who should really go number one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to create a graphic until then. So. <laughs> well, so right now, C.J. Stroud would be number one on our list. Uh, but, again, we have not done Bryce Young yet, and we will do him next week. Uh, his profile, not him. But, uh, and you know, then we'll see. Because I think uh, I do need to w- to watch more film and more people who know what they're talking about uh perspectives on bryce young to see you know yeah he's 510 but does he play like he's six feet right i mean that's a thing some quarterbacks oh, yeah. play short kyler murray plays short the thing uh, about baker bryce, Mayfield plays short the thing about bryce young is he may, you know how cj stroud struggles in pressure mm-hmm. bryce young accelerates in pressure he yeah. can make plays, extend plays. He can make those plays. When things break down, backyard football, this guy is the man. Yeah. Uh, just wait. I'm excited. I, 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 again, I, I've been kind of looking at these guys for a while. so. Yeah. I'm excited to get into it. Um, CJ Stroud was fun to watch. And I will admit that, that I was a little put off, I guess, by the when pressure. I started seeing the pressure stuff and really how how it did change who he looked like, right? He didn't mm-hmm. look like that guy anymore. He looked like somebody else. Um, it put put a question in my head. I mean, again, we talked we talked through it, and now I'm a 100 back on board. But <laughs> there, you know, that is that is something that that's that you you draft a guy or you put together a staff like this to draft a guy like that, right? Yes, and this is we were able to draft. Number one overall, because there is question marks with all these players. Right. If there was a no-brainer number one pick, a Trevor Lawrence, there was a, right. a, a Andrew Joe Luck Burrow. up there, Joe Burrow, the Panthers wouldn't have been able to trade for what they trade for. They would have had to add another pick or two to jump up. And or I'm talking about first-round picks. For, they'd have to trade for Justin Fields. Exactly. Exactly my point. More they likely, probably yeah. would. I mean, and here's another thing. People all keep talking about Panthers trading back. Here's my here's my honest thought. I think the NFL wants there to be entry going into the draft. Just like the Jags, when Trevor Lawrence was out there, kept saying, oh, we don't know who we're going to draft, even though everybody and their mother <clears> knew <throat> it was going to be Trevor Lawrence right. in that pick. So I could see the NFL telling them to keep your mouth shut. If you know who you're going to draft, keep your mouth shut. Let's just try to drum up well, some business. I think, look at how free agency has gone so far. Like, Miles Sanders came out of nowhere. Von Bell came out of nowhere. This is not a, a staff that's been leaking their hand at all. Right? We've had yeah. speculation. We've had rumors. Um but even the trade up to number one kind of came out of nowhere, right? Uh, I don't know. I kept hearing I mean, rumors I mean, it that the Panthers it, had been, were very in negotiations with the Bears. I mean, I heard that late, but I don't think it was like, I mean, you know, sometimes you'll see like a day out, like this is happening. Like it was never that. <laughs> but more specifically in free agency with how they've been handling this, I think this is a more... Not secretive, but they hold things closer to their vest. It wouldn't surprise me if 
we as fans had no idea who they were going to pick on draft night. And I think that's kind of fun to think about. I think we'll know. I personally think we'll know. It won't come out, but all of a sudden, all the mock drafts will have one player at top Hmm. because they're insiders, you know. All of yeah. a sudden, the the WFNZ guys will start talking up one player so much all of a sudden. And on yeah, draft like when... night, Rich Heisman <laughs> will just randomly start talking about a quarterback over yeah. and over again. Just saying it happens. Watch the well, draft. <laughs> yeah, you, you remember when we drafted CMC, like, maybe two days before the draft, every single mock draft had us taking CMC. Like, exactly. every single one. Uh, but again... This is a different regime, so uh, I kind of hope that there's some intrigue because I'm going to be excited regardless of who they pick. Oh, I am too. I mean, it's going to be a quarterback. It's going to be the franchise. I'm going to be getting a jersey of them. I'm. Let's be honest, I am because my CMC jersey's out of date. You know, I think a lot of people are right there with you. Or (laughs) DJ Moore jerseys, right? Yeah, I mean, luckily I got went Burns instead of DJ Moore, but I thought about. DJ. I went CMC. Yeah. And uh, now I'm in the market. So could be a Burns because we know he's going to stick around for a while probably. Hopefully. Yep. Miles Sanders going to be here at least four years. Three years probably. It's probably a dead lot. <laughs> <Sure>. it, <laughs> if he did uh, cap last year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at MeowMixPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. We will be back when any big news on free agency happens. Otherwise, we're doing Bryce Young. (laughs) Until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. (laughs) 